Welcome back, everyone. We appreciate your loyal listenership. Hope you're enjoying the show. Al Gottfried, A.J. Gottfried. We are in our Dallas, Texas studios, and uh, we are hanging out uh, once again. It's been a while with our dear friend, Dr. Chris Lee, out in Burbank, California. Hey, Doc. How you doing? Everything's going great. How are you guys doing? Never been better, Doc. Good to have you on the air with us again. It's been a while. I'm just sitting here and thinking this is our 30th year broadcasting our radio show, Who Knew? And uh, your uh, partner, Dr. Bill Stetson, was uh, a sponsor of the show back then. So it's been 30 years with you guys, and uh, we appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having us on. Well, it's always getting some good insight, especially from the experts when it comes to orthopedics and you know, we'll we'll get into a few things here. Obviously, we'll talk um, we'll talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on in the world of sports, and then uh, uh, talk about some uh, things that you see on a on a regular basis, and for listeners to really kind of take advantage of uh, listening here. But you know, honestly, that's uh, it's that time of the year, man. It's um, you know week uh, what now it's week thirteen or soon to be week thirteen after this week. Um, in the NFL, and it's just uh, lots of injuries that is really just taking place. Uh, and just over the you know Thanksgiving holiday, we see one of the best in the game go down with a. I guess they're calling it a meniscus or lateral meniscus tear. And I'm talking about Vaughn Miller. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of discussion about turf and. You know, growing up when we played sports, I played football in seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. I wasn't very good, so that was the end of my career. But we played <laughs> on grass, and when we planted, you know, the grass had a lot of give to it. But then you take, you know, a high school kid or a junior high kid, and now you got an NFL player. So basically, a hundred times more athletic in terms of size, strength, speed, the ability to cut. And the problem with the turf is once they plant, and they're wearing a cleat, once they plant their cleat in the turf. The foot can't give it all, give at all. So there's no shock absorption from the foot and the ankle. So the knee takes the brunt of the force. And if there's any sort of pivoting or let's say what happened to Von Miller, someone rolled up on him, that foot's planted in the ground. So when someone rolls up on him, there's no give. That foot can't go anywhere. So the knee snaps. It just kind of buckles inward. And then that rotational torque pulls on the meniscus and causes it to tear from the capsule of the knee. Lateral meniscus injuries are pretty severe. The medial meniscus, the one on the, you kind of divide the knee. There's like the inside of the knee, the great toe side of the knee. There's the outside of the knee, which is the small toe side of the knee. The lateral meniscus is the one on the outside. That's the larger of the two menisci. It has a lot more shock absorption property. So when we see a lateral meniscus tear, we rarely will just go in and trim it out. We'll really try to repair it to try to preserve the meniscus instead because trimming out a meniscus on the lateral side can lead to rapid development of arthritis. In fact, in general, with meniscus injuries, you know, 15 years ago, doctors would go in, whether it was a camera or open, they would cut out the whole thing. But then within five to 10 years, the patient needed a knee replacement. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the flip side is, oh, it's a quick, doctors will 
surgeons will tell patients, oh, it's a six-week recovery. In one or two weeks or two to three days, you'll be walking normally, blah, blah, blah. And it's only about a 15-minute procedure to cut out the meniscus or the torn portion of it. But long-term, it's, it's really not a very good operation. We only do it if we absolutely have to. Never get a meniscus surgery unless you basically can't walk on it or you're a professional athlete. Try everything else. Do physical therapy. Take anti-inflammatories. Consider something like a platelet injection. Uh-huh. Anything you can to avoid a meniscus surgery will do it almost reluctantly because an individual can't back to can't get back to doing what they're doing. The only meniscus surgeries we, re- we recommend right away are ones where we can actually repair the meniscus, sew it back together. Um, just because that meniscus is a shock absorber, if you start removing portions of it, inevitably over time, a patient will start developing osteoarthritis. Yeah, and, and then that 15-minute surgery is an hour and 20 minutes, and it's not uh, six weeks, but it's one year. Yeah, meniscus repair... <laughs> Actually, it doesn't take that long anymore. We do our meniscus repairs in about the same amount of time as a meniscus resection. In fact, for me, I do so many repairs. I do a repair faster than a resection because with a resection, you got to smooth out the area. You're trying to preserve as much meniscus as possible. These days, the technology we have to repair the meniscus is all arthroscopic now. We used to have to make incisions and do outside-in techniques and blah, blah, blah. Now we just put a couple stitches in the meniscus using these all inside meniscus repair devices and it doesn't take more than 20 minutes if you've done a few of them yeah well you know it's interesting though because the headline was von miller doesn't tear his acl i'm like well he tore his meniscus so i mean what's worse Uh, you know he's out indefinitely in my opinion meniscus tear is way worse than an acl really if you get it yeah if you repair or reconstruct an acl ACL injuries actually don't lead to arthritis in the future. And our ACL success rates these days are what, like 90, 90 to 95% success rate. Yeah. It's like a six month blip or a nine month, nine to 12 month blip in a patient's back. Patients are, we let our athletes start the process of strength and conditioning at six months, which takes about three, four months. So somewhere between 10 and 12 months for our, recreational athletes are non-professional athletes nine, 10 to 12 months yeah our athletes are back and they're back full force however like think of the people who have had meniscus injuries like Derek rose nba basketball player uh russell westbrook people like that um meniscus injuries unless the meniscus is repairable uh, meniscus injuries do lead to osteoarthritis an acl injury does not lead to arthritis itself now if you don't get that ACL reconstructed properly or if you don't get it reconstructed within a timely fashion, the problem is the ACE, the chronic ACL tear leads to a meniscus tear and then the meniscus tear leads to osteoarthritis. But well, that's not good. If you remind me, I would, I would take an ACL tear over a meniscus tear any day. At the end of the day, what we're talking about here, it's just not really that good for the uh, the Buffalo Bills right now uh, to that lose a, to lose a, someone like that. That was a good game. Though. Yeah, really, it, it was a very entertaining. No, it was a game. phenomenal game, but it's just yeah. sad to see yeah, someone. The East of, is tight this year. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm asking you. Uh, I'm curious. You know, there's so many things that we could bring up, but like. You know, Aaron Rodgers, it finally comes out because he's got this taped hand or his taped thumb comes out that he's been throwing the football with a broken thumb. I don't even know how that's even possible. I mean, how is that? How is he not in pain every time he throws the ball? Are they shooting him up with something or numbing it out? What do you think they're doing? Yeah, there are a lot of different ways to do it. I don't know what they're actually doing to him. 
because uh, I'm not treating him. But in yeah. general, there you know fractures and broken broken bones and fractures come in a lot of different varieties. You could have a little chip fracture, which is considered a broken thumb, versus you know it could be dusted and you need surgery for it. Um, typically, for a lot of athletes to be able to to grip a football, that thumb is pretty important. But there are a lot of shades of gray, uh-huh. so it could be anything from just giving him some Tylenol to giving him an injection of anti-inflammatories. Got it. We we don't really do cortisone anymore. We used to, you know, this was like 20 years ago when doctors used to do a cortisone shot in the area of injury that's out of favor now because cortisone, although a very powerful anti-inflammatory, it's a hundred percent degenerative yeah. and it softens bone and weakens cartilage. So now the trend is to go away from that, but we still do do anti-inflammatory injections, uh, usually not in the area that is injured. Um, if the, if it's extreme circumstances, let's say this is like the super bowl and it's the one chance to win, they may do a numbing medication uh, like Marcane or something, you can do a little, a small dose of numbing medication to numb up the area for about five or six areas. But those are really extreme circumstances. If, if your team is like three and seven or three and eight, there's no chance of making the playoffs. Then, you know, you you probably would not do those kind of things just to preserve the athlete's long term health. It's like uh, with Josh Allen, where they were saying that he could be losing some sort of feeling with that elbow injury, and I'm not really sure what really has gone on in that. I mean, have you received any of that, any kind of information just from reading about it and, and seeing? Yeah, what happens is if you, if you tear your ligament in the elbow on the inside of the elbow, kind of the small finger side of the elbow, so, the so-called Tommy John injury or something like that, basically that side of the elbow becomes unstable. And so like a lot of the baseball players, the pitchers who tear that every time because that elbow is unstable – that nerve keeps getting getting stretched called uh-huh. ulnar nerve. It's the nerve that goes to the pinky. It's also the nerve that gives you your grip strength, your intrinsic muscles and your dexterity. And so if you get repetitive stretch to that nerve because the ligament isn't intact, yeah. then yeah, you'll get a little bit of numb, numbness, a little bit of tingling. But most football players, position players can get away with it. Like uh, it was Derek Harper, the, the Nationals baseball player. They basically had to make him a DH because – that ligament only comes into play when you overhead throw. When you're hitting or fielding, it doesn't it doesn't bother you. But hmm. uh, Derek Harper ended up having the surgery at the end of the season. It's amazing, such great knowledge. What you know? Are these some injuries that you actually might see in everyday life? I mean, like you know, I don't know. I mean, what what's like? Uh, you're not seeing like ACLs and all that, but got to well, assume that you're seeing certain things. Ski season just started, so unfortunately for a lot of our skiers out there, this is ACL season for me. Really? I'll probably, yeah, for about the next, uh, let's see, it's December, probably the next three, four months, I'll be doing probably mm. an ACL or two every week My for the next three months. It, it's time. Skiing is basically ACL season for us. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting getting back to what you talked about with turf. Uh, the New York Giants slash New York Jets have agreed to change their turf uh, during the offseason for the 2023 season, which, you know, it, it just proves that it's certainly, uh, uh, you know, I think uh, more injury prone than not. So pretty oh, there's interesting. There's no doubt about it. When I was in high school, I think in my whole high school, my four years in high school, I don't remember anybody tearing their ACL. And I, I grew up in New England in Boston where it was always kind of like wet, muddy grass. Yeah. So you had no traction on that grass. 
So we saw no ACL injuries. I'll tell you, I cover a couple football teams and we get an ACL and both my teams play on turf, like $4 million turf. And um, mm. we see an ACL every other week or an, or an MCL or a, a meniscus every other week. Yeah. The, the turf is, it's just not good. They got to get rid of it. That's my strong opinion. I think any doctor will tell you that the, the, the turf is not good. I got to ask you before, uh, you know, we let you go. I know you're busy, but uh, Doc, I mean, um, that was a close game, I think, uh, on Thursday, Thanksgiving. Patriots uh, falling a little short there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Mac Jones is young. He reminds me a lot of Drew Bledsoe when he was young, just in the clutch. Yeah. Um, hey, it is what it is. You know, Hunter Henry got a touchdown taken away from him. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> Do you think – was hand, that a touchdown? Was that a touchdown? His hand was underneath the ball. <laughs> There's a picture online, if you look it up, where his hand is underneath the ball. The ball barely touched the ground. But if anything, he had possession two feet down before he hit the ground. So if anything, it should have been – like a fourth and a half yard at the goal line. <laughs> and then with everything, I mean, the momentum swing could have been huge if the Pats went up at that point. Agreed. And, uh, man, that, that last, when it was, uh, what was it, fourth and 16 or something, when Mac Jones threw it to Nelson Aguilar. I saw that. It was just like, Aguilar just like, he just like took that half step off from his route, and uh-huh. then he just missed it by like around his fingertips. It was so close, but man, the Vikings are a great team. Justin Jefferson's phenomenal. He caught like nine out of eleven balls. His catch radius is like crazy. No, he's so, in, he's he's in the know, history books already now. So, yeah, I mean they lit up our defense, and the past defense is so amazing. Man, Jefferson's a baller. That guy is incredible. No doubt, Damian Harris goes down unfortunately. So you will just yeah. be leaning on Stevenson the rest of the way. Yeah, who had a big game, big game catching the ball. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. The East is tight. <laughs> all right, my man, Dr. Christopher Lee. Throw out your Instagram for all of our listeners. Yeah, hit me up, Christopher Lee, MD. Just give me a follow. I'll follow you back. Loving it. We'll see you in a couple weeks out at our, uh, uh, what, now 17th annual. Can't believe it. 30 years celebrating uh, being on the radio, man. Appreciate it. That's always a great event. Can't wait to be there. All right, Thanks brother. for checking in, uh, Doc. Look forward to seeing you. Appreciate it. Likewise. There you go. Dr. Christopher Lee doesn't get much better out of Burbank, California. Stetson Lee orthopedic and uh, doesn't get much better. Total expert. More to come. Living the good life show. We'll be right back. High fashion, she a shotgun, killing everything in them hills. Like, hey, 